Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi alladhina astafam Amma badu fa'awuzu billahi minash shaytanir rajim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Qad aflahal mu'minun Alladhina hum fi salatihim khashi'un Wa qala ta'ala إن الصلاة تنهان الفحشاء والمنكر وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أول ما يحاسب به العبد يوم القيامة الصلاة وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أيضا إذا كنت إلى الصلاة فصل صلاة مودئ أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم استكتب ردز نلس in the Quran Kareem, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala emphatically states and mentions with regards to the count of the months that إِنَّ عِدَّةَ الشُّهُورِ إِنْدَ اللَّهِ إِثْنَا عَشَرَ شَهْرًا فِي كِتَابِ اللَّهِ يَوْمَ خَلَقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ That from the inception of the creation of the heavens and the earth, the count of the months according to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are twelve. And from these twelve months, مِنْهَا أَرْبَعَةٌ حُرُمْ there are four sacred and four very auspicious months in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And which are these four months? Three months are in order. That is Dhul Qa'da, Dhul Hijjah, Muharram, and the fourth month, respective brothers, which are passing by and we are going through at this present moment is the month of Rajab. So these are very, very sacred months in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imam Raghi Isfahani rahmatullahi has mentioned that that person in these months who makes a concerted effort, who tries to the best of his ability to do good deeds, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will pave the way for him for the rest of the year to carry on with that same momentum and to carry on with the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Likewise, a person who makes a concerted effort to stay away from gunas, and if he has to commit any guna, then he will resort to tawbah and istighfar. Then such a person also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, will make it easy for him to stay away gunas from gunas throughout the year as well. So this is a very blessed month indeed, the month of Rajab. Imam Ibn Rajab Hanbali rahmatullahi has mentioned of a kissa that one person who was very, very sick and he was in a very critical condition, he said, that it had reached him that those people who, who in the month of Rajab, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sets free many souls from the fire of Jahannam. So he made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that, Oh Allah, let me live to the month of Rajab. Let me see the month of Rajab. And it is mentioned that this person's dua was accepted. So this month of Rajab, respective brothers, is a stepping stone towards the month of Shaban and ideally for the month of Ramadan. The dua we normally recite in the month of Rajab and this Ibn Rajab Hanbali rahmatullahi has mentioned is suitable to quote and to recite and read. Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Shaban. Oh Allah grant us barakah in the month of Rajab and Shaban and make us reach the month of Ramadan. So in this month, the month of Rajab and the month of Shaban, we are asking oh Allah grant us blessings. The word blessings in English a person cannot do justice to explain what is blessings. The ulama explain 
that what is little, there is kathir, the abundance. And what is in abundance, there is great benefit. So you have the word barakah, respective brothers, is a very broad spectrum word. And it is, uh, it is across the board. It refers to many, many things. If you have to open Hayat al-Sahaba, uh, Mala Yusuf Kandeli has mentioned a whole chapter on Barakah, the blessings of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam with regards to his duas, with regards to food, with regards to water. All these things are mentioned in Hayat al-Sahaba with regards to the Barakah of the uh, uh, presence and the personality of, personality of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. One example can be given when Ahmad Latsab Dawal Barakah to explain what is Barakah. Just for me and you to understand, sometimes in our day-to-day -day activities, the people around, live around us, there may be many multi-millionaires or billionaires, or there may be people who are professionals, who are CAs, who are top lawyers, surgeons, etc. And if you have to look at the figures, what figures they are getting end of the month in, as in, in a form of numeration, in a form of wages, is something mind-boggling. You look at the figures, it's something very, very high. A person say, wow, this person got so much of wealth. But respective runners, if that very person who is involved in gunas and he utilizes that wealth in haram, he goes to gambling dens and he is involved in betting and all types of haram. He's involved in illicit relationship with prostitutes or he's using that wealth to buy backdoor stuff. Then respective runners, there's no barakah in that wealth. Outwardly, figure-wise, it looks very, very big. Come end of the month, respective brothers, this person is still scraping the surface. He's trying to make end meet with regards to the few coppers he has. So yeah, there is no barakah in the person's wealth. On the other hand, respective brothers, you will find the people of the past, our pious predecessors, our ulama, etc. If you look at the wage, it was very, very minimal, very, very little. But it was like Muhammad Lata Dal Barakat explained, it was like an elastic, like a rubber band. It looked very, very small, but uh, uh, subhanallah, that wealth could stretch and stretch, not for months, for many months. So this is what we call barakah, blessings in a person's wealth. In that wealth respect of brothers, that pious person used to go for hajj every year. He used to go for umrah, he used to go out in a part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He used to contribute in sadaqah and lillah. So this is what we call barakah, respective brothers. One other example can be given. Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu once mentioned that I suffered from three losses. So people ask him, what are the three losses you are talking about? He said the first loss was none other than the demise of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The second loss was that of the shahadat and the assassination of Usman radiallahu anhu. And the third loss, respective brothers, he mentioned, the third loss is that when I lost my bag. So people ask him, what bag are you talking about? Then he explains. He said on one expedition that many people had gathered and it was very short, uh, there was a shortage of food and I had a bag that contained dates. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam summoned me and he told, bring those dates to me. So as Abu Hurairah took whatever dates he had from the bag and put it into the hand of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Now look at the barakat of the dua of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam made dua for blessings of this kajur. And thereafter he told Hazrat Abu Hurairah 
take this kajur, put it back into the bag and keep on taking from that bag and never offload the bag, never turn it upside down. So he mentioned, respective brothers, in that very expedition, that people, people came in tents, in groups of ten, to such an extent the entire army ate from that bag of kajur. Not only that, respective brothers, he mentioned during the entire time that, was, that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was alive, that kajur never got exhausted. During the time of Abu Bakr anhu, never got exhausted. During the time of Umar anhu, that kajur continued to flow, never became exhausted. But in, in the time Usman anhu, when Usman anhu was assassinated and my goods got stolen, part of my goods was that bag. And at that time, respective brothers, he said, my bag got stolen. And that is the time I lost that wealth. So imagine from the time of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam till the assassination of Usman anhu, so many years, decades passed. But Abu Hurairah never emptied that bag and continued eating from that bag. So this was the barakah of the dua of Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We are asking oh Allah grant us barakah in the month of Rajab and Shaban. The whole subject on its own. What is barakah? Hazrat <coughs> Shah Ismail Shaheed sahab rahmatullahi On one occasion he told a person that if a person has love for the Quran al-Kareem, if a person has intense love, muhabbat and attachment to the Quran al-Kareem, then Allah will make it possible for him to make a khatam between Asr Salah and Maghrib Salah. So that person understood this was a karamat of Shah Ismail Shaheed Sarahmatullahi. Then he begged him and persuaded and asked him, Oh Hazrat, can you, can you uh, explain to us and show it to us, manifest it to us? So he said, No problem. All of you are gathered together on the, Jamnu, the banks of the Jamnu River. And thereafter, respectable brother, it is mentioned after the Asr Salah, Ma Shah Ismail Shahid started reciting the Quran Kareem from after Asr Salah. And just prior to the Maghrib Salah, he started reciting Kul Auzu Rabbin Nas. Subhanallah, this is what we call Barakah in the citation of the Quran. Barakah in time. People complain, there is no Barakah in time, there is no blessings in time. But if Allah wants, He can put that Barakah. So we are asking Allah, grant us Barakah in the month of Rajab and Shaban. And make us reach the month of Ramadan. How many of us respective brothers we can recall? Maybe last year Ramadan, people were coming with us to break Rosa. People were performing Salah with us in the month of Ramadan. People were enjoying the day of Eid with us on the day, uh, after the day of the month of Ramadan. But unfortunately today, they are not with us. They have left this transitory world. They have gone into the covers. Never a, a fast they will see in the month of Ramadan. Never a, a rakat or two rakats of Taraweeh Salah will they perform. So we are asking, oh Allah, grant us barakah in the month of Rajab and Shaban and make us reach the month of Ramadan. But also, respective brothers, a person can reach the month of Ramadan. Allah forbid, Allah save us, Allah keep us with afiyat. That a person can be like a cabbage, a person can be in coma, a person can be in hospital. Allah give grand those shifai kamila ajila mustamira to all those who are in hospitals, in clinics. Allah grant us good health. So yeah, also another dua, look at the, the, the barakah of the dua of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made another dua for the month of Ramadan. Allahumma sallimna li Ramadan. Oh Allah, protect us. And Allah grant us good health and keep us with afiyat well-being for the month of Ramadan. 
So in other words, the month of Ramadan comes, Allah grant us good health. Allah save us from sicknesses, life-threatening diseases. Allah save us from hospitals, save us from accidents, so that we can, we can uh, execute that fast very easily. And at the same time, we are able to perform the Taraweeh Salah. And we are asking Allah, وَسَلِّمْ رَمَضَانَ لَنَا And oh Allah, save God the month of Ramadan for us. One explanation can be given respect to brothers. When it comes to the sighting of the moon, each person will say, I saw the moon. Another will say, no, the moon was not sighted. Now there is conflict. Now this doubt arises with regards to the fast. If it's obscure. So we're asking Allah, do not create that doubt with regards to our fast. Many a person will say, no, let us follow Saudi. Let's follow the moon of Saudi. But respective brothers, Alhamdulillah, we have a group of ulama, our Jamiatul ulama, we have the Hilal body. Then leave it to them. They will give us a notification whether the moon was sighted or not. It's not up to us now to screen and now to uh, put uh, question marks whether the moon was sighted or not. So we're asking Allah, safeguard the month of Ramadan in that way. And then we're asking Allah, finally, lana mutaqabbala. And oh Allah, grant us tawfiq of acceptance of good deeds. That we are going to do good deeds, inshallah, in the month of Ramadan. Let Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala perpetuate it and continue with this pattern so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can accept it. May Allah grant us the reality of these duas. Allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa shaban. Allah grant us barakah in the month of rajab and shaban. Make us reach the month of Ramadan. And Allahumma salimna li Ramadan. Oh Allah, keep us safe for the month of Ramadan. Keep the month of Ramadan clear for us. And وَسَلِّمْهُ لَا مُتَقَبَّلَا And O oh Allah, accept all the good deeds from us. Nevertheless, respected brothers, it was in this month, the month of Rajab, where Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam understand every command that came to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was on the farsh. Every command that came to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was on the land. Command, Jibreel alayhi wa sallam came, he came to him, dreams were shown to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But when he came to Salah, respective brothers, imagine Nabi Wasallam's heart was split open, his body, his chest was split open, his heart was washed with zamzam, filled with hikmat and with iman. And now he's prepared to go in the court, bargah of, Nabi, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, personally invited Nabi Wasallam in his court and gave him the great gift of Salah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward Hazrat Musa salam that he interceded on our behalf. That when 50 salah respected was ordained, imagine if 50 salah to be ordained upon this ummah, it means every 29 minutes, every 29 minutes we'll be reading one salah. But sometimes preparation takes longer than that. Sometimes a person needs to go to relieve himself. Sometimes he has to go in kuzu, long line, etc. So how many salah will be made kaza if he had to read salah every 29 minutes? So Allah by the intercession, sifarish of Musa salam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reduced it up to five. And thereafter Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that this has been ordained, that this five salah. But look at the rahmat and mercy of Allah. Nabi Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, whoever performs this five salah, Allah will grant him the reward of 50 salah. That man jabil hasanati falahu ashram thalia. Whoever performs a good deed, minimum it is multiplied by 10 times. So by us performing this five salah, as if though we are performing 50 salah. And understand also respective brothers, just like little children, Nana, Dada, Father, Mother, gone for Hajj, gone for Umrah. They look forward to a present. They look forward to some Hajjah because it's coming from a foreign land. 
this salah that is given from the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala given to Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and given direct to us by Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam by us rejecting the salah respected brothers it is as if though we are rejecting this foreign gift this gift of salah and respected brothers this salah Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned the first thing to be ordained on this ummah was salah and the first thing to be reckoned on the day of Qiyamah is Salah. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Jaffa they explain that if the Salah goes correct with regards to our <coughs> on the day of Qiyamah, where we have to give accountability, then all the other affairs will come in order. But if a person is found wanting in his Salah, then he will be found wanting in all other good deeds, other deeds as well. So this Salah, respective brothers, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has made faraz upon the Ummah. The first thing was of Adin. This was this is Mi'rajul Mu'min. Yeah, we are talking. What is Salah, respective brothers? It is Salah. It is a connection, a bond that we create between us and Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. As Ali radiyallahu anhu used to mention, that whenever I want Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala to talk to me and address me, then I open the Quran Karim. I start reciting the Quran. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is addressing me. But whenever I want to speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then I perform two rakat salah and I'm engaging in munajat and conversation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this salah respect brothers, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned, The coolness of my eyes lies in salah. For everything there is salah, besides the five times salah respect brothers, we have salatul lain, the time of tahajjud, where duas are very really accepted. We have Salatul Ishraq, where after sunrise, 15 minutes after sunrise, a person who performs Salah, he gets the reward of a perfect Hajj and a perfect Umrah. A person has Salah, Salatul Duha, Salatul Chas, where a person performing two rakats, this will become a Sadaqah for every joint of his body. A person who performs six rakats, Awabin Salah, he will get the reward of 12, raka, uh, 12 years of Nafal Ibadat. And respected brothers, on occasions also in, in, in war, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam encouraged the Sahaba to read Salatul Khawf. When he came to the, 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 the lunar and the solar eclipse, we have Salatul Qusuf, Salatul Khusuf, that is the, for the lunar and the uh, solar uh, uh, sighting of the sun. And when it comes to respected brothers, other Salah, Salatul Hajat, as Anas radiallahu anhu once mentioned, once his caretaker of the orchard came and informed Anas radiallahu anhu that he complained there is drought, there is summer months but there is no rain and there is lack of rain. Anas radiallahu anhu mentioned, I went and I started performing two rakat salah. Then he asked the caretaker, do you see anything? He says, I don't see anything. For a second time and for a third time, now he sees that uh, clouds are coming, rain is going to come. And he tells this person, his caretaker, go and go to your house and see where the rain has fallen. Imagine the power of two rakat salah. The, the servant, the caretaker of Anas radiallahu goes and he sees respective brothers, the rain that falls only falls within the perimeters of his orchard. This is to the barakat of salah respective brothers. It is mentioned on one occasion, there was a certain porter. He was a person who was very regular in salah. He was a very humble person. And it so happened, respective brothers, on one occasion, a person who had evil intentions wanted to rob him. 
So this person came to him and told him that are you going in a certain direction? The porter replied in affirmative, yes, I am you know, going in a certain direction. So this person said, w- uh, would it be possible for you to give me a lift? So this person said, I am going in that direction so you can jump on and you can uh, accompany me. So now when they come to a place where they were to going in, in a fork, one place where the porter knew the direction of going to a certain place, and the other place, it was a place not common, not known to this porter. So this person at that fork, he said, let us go this direction. So the porter exclaimed, I've never been in this direction. So this person said, no, I know this place very, very well. It is a shortcut. And also there is a lot of vegetation, a lot of water. So your horse can drink and eat the grass. So this person innocently accepted. And then he took the advice of this person. And then respect to that, he describes, they come across a dense forest. And he finds something very, very scary, all bones and all skulls. And then immediately this person comes out and he withdraws his sword. He said, give me all your goods, give me all your stuff, because now I'm going to finish you off. This person, respective brothers, he had ta'alluq with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Immediately Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put that thought in his mind. Then let me request this person to perform two rakat salah. So this person said, no problem, read your two rakat salah, then I will finish you off. Now imagine this person reading Salah, now he's reading Surah Fatiha, but he cannot recall what verse to connect with Surah Al-Fatiha. Then at that moment Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspired him that to recite this, uh, this verse, That who is that one who is going to respond to the distressed person and remove that difficulty? Respective brothers, he mentions all of a sudden a person comes from the unseen with clamor in, hel- in a helmet and in armor and he gives this person one shot and he finishes him uh, uh, immediately and this person now uh, is returning. This person, the porter, goes after him and asks him, who are you? He said, I am that being who has responded to the dua from that being who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent me. This is to the barakah of two rakat salam. Understand the salah respective brothers. That in the salah, Allah has given us the combination of all the ibadahs of everything. For example, we see the buildings are in qiyam. The trees are in qiyam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us qiyam. Then we find the four-legged animals all the time. They are in ruku. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us ruku. All the reptiles, the snakes, the scorpions, all those are other, uh, different, different animals. They are on the ground. They are in, so to say, in sajda. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us sajda. The mountains are sitting there in qada. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us qada. And with regards to the malaika respective brothers, you will find different, different malaika in different postures. Some are in qiyam, some in ruku, some in sajda. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us ibadat of all the, uh, the postures of the malaika. Then we come to the tasbihat of the malaika. Some malaika are making subhanallah. Some are saying alhamdulillah. Some saying Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. From that time when a person starts takbir ula till salam respective brothers, it's only a person engaged in different forms of zikr. A person say Allahu Akbar. Yusuf Kandelwi rahmatullah used to say that when a person says Allahu Akbar, this is the first lesson of insan that you have to take this conviction of everything away from the dunya, from materialism, from technology and put that yaqeen that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a dua. So this is the first lesson Allahu Akbar has given us. 
Then we start respecting brothers. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Before that, we are seeking protection in Allah from shaitan. A'uzu. Then we are asking Allah's help through his mercy. Bismillahi Rahman Rahim. Then we are praising Allah. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. And ya respected brothers, the word Rabb is repeated time and again. Here we sing Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. And then we are going to Ruku, we are saying Subhana Rabbi al Azim. Then we are going to Sajda, Subhana Rabbi al Ala, all the time, Rabb. The first verses were revealed to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ikra bismi Rabbika alladhi khalaq. So all the time, respected brothers, the word, that connotation, that sifat of Rabb. Who is the Rabb, respected brothers? The Rabb is the one who brought from non existence into existence. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gradually sustain everything according to his wisdom till he reached the level of perfection. So in that salah, in the end of Surah Fatiha, it is a dua. We are asking Allah for dua. In Ruku, we are making tasbih. In Sajda, we are making tasbih, respect to brothers. And then come the end of salah, we are reading At-Tahiyyat, we are praising Allah. We are praising Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We are sending durood upon Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Imagine all this respective brothers in one salah and then we are making salam. Not only that respective brothers with regards to all the other ibadat that are found in salam. This is actually a kitab, a bayan of Shah Ismail Shaheed Sahib which is written in the form of a kitab, Anwar salam And in their respective brothers he mentioned the deep secrets of salah. For example, he mentioned in salah a person got the reward of fasting. Why? Because in fasting a person stays away from food and drink for a certain time. Similarly in salah we are not allowed to eat and drink. But our roza is of a higher level because in the days gone by there were ummats who used to make fast from speaking as well. Inni nazartu li rahmani sawman falan ukallim al-yawma insiya. The people of the past used to make this uh, uh, fast that I'm not going to speak to any insan. So yeah, we are making also that fast. We are not allowed to speak in, in, in salam. Then one, one aspect later, with regards to zakah. What is zakah? Zakah technically means, respective brothers, to purify our wealth, to remove the love of this dunya from our hearts, and to focus attention to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In salah, we are saying Allahu Akbar. We are lifting our hands. We are saying, oh Allah, we have come empty-handed. We are saying Allahu Akbar. We are putting everything behind us. Everything of the dunya behind us. We are folding our hands. We are standing before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his court. So in that zakat respective brothers, we, our attention is on to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the attention of the dunya is, is coming out from our hearts. And if a person has to dip, uh, think a bit deeper, in salah respective brothers, a person needs clothes to cover his satar. A person needs a musalla to perform salah. A person needs water. He needs light. For example, he needs a masjid where people congregate. Yeah, we need uh, 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 wealth to spend in the part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is our zakat in, in our salam. Then we come for hajj respective brothers. In hajj, when a person says the talbiya, when a person says Allahu Akbar, just is just like reading the talbiya uh, when a person comes in ihram. And when a person in hajj, to the true reality of hajj is reverence and respect for the Kaaba Sharif. Yeah, we are performing salah. We are standing in the direction of the qibla, which is actually towards the Kaaba. Then, respective brothers, a person is moving in tawaf. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, tawaf is just like salah, but the only exception and the only difference is a person is permitted to, to talk whilst in tawaf. And in tawaf, respective brothers, we are hymning the verses of Allah and the glorification of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
in salah yang movement from uh, from uh, from qiyam to ruku to uh, qoma to uh, to uh, sajda to jalsa all these different movements respective brothers can be likened tawaf around the kaaba or running from safa marwa or going from musdalifa mina arafa and in those places respective brothers we are asked oh, to remember allah subhanahu wa ta'ala abundantly in mina in arafat in musdalifa again allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us aqimi salata li dhikri establish salah for my remembrance so in salah we got all the ibadat of hajj as well in the salah and respected brothers when we are making uh, istilam we are making allahu akbar as if though we are making istilam and we are making salam as if though we are making the tawaf of wida the farewell uh, tawaf that is with regards to hajj respected brothers then we come to hijra a person make hijra there are two aspects of hijra one hijra respected brothers when nabi sallallahu wasallam mentioned the true hijra is a person stays away from gunas in salah a person is protected allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept has safeguarded him from all gunas the second aspect of hijra a person leaves his homeland he leaves his luxury he leaves his wealth he goes to darul islam darul iman and now he makes hijrat so many respective brothers we also made a temporary hijrat we have left our homes we have left our families we have left all our luxuries and our comfort and we have come for salah so in that salah we got the sawab of hijrat in that salah respective brothers we got the sawab of jihad as well for example it is a cold winter's morning a person now is tucking under his duvet on the blanket when the muazzin says hayya ala salah hayya ala falah at that time respective brothers he makes jihad against his nafs or it could mean sometimes a person in environment he is working he's only got half an hour for lunch and it is a hard time respective brothers now he has to search for the amenities now to fulfill the wuzu to perform salah in that half an hour he's taking out the time from his lunch time to perform salah yeah again he's making jihad so all different aspects of salah or of ibadat are found in salam ibn qayyum rahmatullahi has mentioned a very beautiful point he mentioned there are only two times a person stand before allah which are the two times the first is when a person performs salah that is the first time he will stand before allah and the second time respected brothers is on a day of qiyama wa amma man khafa maqama rabbihi wa naha an-nafsa 'anil hawa fa inna al-jannata hiya al-ma'wa then he mentioned respected brothers that that person is particular on the first standing that person who performs his salah regularly with jamaat with takbira ula or not only with takbira ula with concentration and devotion that salah respected brothers that standing before allah then will that standing will become a easier standing on the second standing that is on the day of qiyamah but that person who is neglectful on the first standing he does not perform his salah or he makes his salah qada or he he reads salah or jamaat or away from the masjid or there is no concentration and devotion then that second standing in respect to brothers become difficult for such a person so the salah respect to brothers this such a divine gift Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave to Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and this is the, the month of Rajab where Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam received this gift and he brought down this gift to his ummah so five times salah which has made faraz upon us respect to brothers each person need to improve how should we improve there are many alhamdulillah they are performing salah but maybe are not performing salah with jamaat so their level of improvement is that they should come to the masjid and perform salah with jamaat and there are others who are coming for jamaat they are performing salah with jamaat 
they improve the needs that if they are coming late, they are missing a couple of rakats, or they are last in, first out, then their improvement needs to be in respect of brothers when a person now comes and performs salah with takbir ula. Then those who are coming to the masjid performing salah with takbir ula, their improvement needs to be seen whether we are performing salah with concentration and devotion. Wallah, my respected brothers, when a person performs that salah, that salah which is required, inna salata tanhanin fahshai wal munkar. The salah has the ability to stop a person from committing gunas and engaging all kinds of evil. That is the salah a person is required. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not say sallu salah, perform salah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions aqim salah, establish salah. There is a world of difference between sallu and aqim. Sallu is to perform like a mechanical salah or it becomes something which is mechanical or monotonous. But aqim is salah, respective brothers, is established a salah. That a person sees that his wuzu is correct. A person should see his dressing is correct. A person should see whether his satar is covered. A person should see whether the place he is performing is parked. All the conditions are fulfilled. And together with that, he fulfills the faraiz of salah, the wajibat, the sunnan, the mustahabat, etc. We don't realize what effect that salah will have on us. And the salah, respective brothers, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I will terminate with this. <coughs> Imam Qurtubi rahmatullahi has mentioned where Mufti Shafi sahab has reproduced it in Ma'riful Quran. He mentions that those people who are in salah, وَهُمْ فِي الصَّلَاةِ وَاللَّهُ فِي حَوَائِجِهِمْ That those people are engaged in salah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to the barakat of them performing salah, Allah is fulfilling their needs. And thereafter he mentions, وَهُمْ فِي مَسَاجِهِمْ they are in a masjid, they are performing salah with jamaat. Wallahu min wara'im. Allah is looking after the family members outside the masjid. So this is the power of salah. That it means of attracting Allah's mercy, Allah's assistance when it comes to our needs. It is a means of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's protection. Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu mentioned, As-salatu amanullahu fil ard. That this salah is the means of securing Allah ta'ala's protection on the earth. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq of understanding the greatness of this great gift of salah with regards to the concentration, the importance of jamaat and what, uh, what things can uh, motivate us and help us to gain that concentration. Inshallah, we'll continue next week. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the realization of the important gift of salah and make us pardon and regular with our salah with jamaat five times a day. Inshallah, amin.